Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 17, 2015. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man... Hey, no, take it easy, mate. Stop spraying me with water. What are you doing, Adam Rosenbachs? This is ridiculous. That is how I play the game, Michael. What, what I doing? am hard. I am in your face. When you line up on me, it's like wet and wild at the Gold Coast, my friend. I'm all wet. I'm all damp. you got it all over my... My T-shirt. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> hot in here in uh, Wayne Jackson Studios right now. We did see Basha Hawley. No, no, it wasn't. It was Dustin Martin. Dustin Martin. Yeah, sorry. did it yesterday. He and, squirted uh, a player and it got a, a free kick given against them. Was it a 50 metre or was it... Well, Chris Mayne already had the ball and so they gave it 50 metres okay. on top of So it was about 25 metres. But it put him on the goal line and mm. they lost by a couple of points. Yeah, no, it was a, a foolish move by our young friend. Is it? He squirted water and it didn't even get the uh, the free. I can't remember the free. I played. It didn't even get him in the face. It hit him around the decolletage. Okay, what a dog act. Dog act. Yeah, true. <laughs> but uh, are they over officiating, Michael? I think for water, you can kind of go settle down. If you had thrown a bowl of acid in his face. Yeah, or if you got an orange at half time and walked up and squirted it in his eye, that'd yeah. be fair enough. But yeah, I don't know about water. Because soon enough, they're going to be saying, like, this is how over-officiated it is. You can't shit in your hand and throw it at someone. Yeah, I think you'd go there shortly enough. Yeah, is that, is that going to be illegal soon enough? I yeah. just think it's ridiculous. That It, it, it cost them the game. It's cost Richmond the flag. Yep. I'm putting it out there. Definitely, definitely because we had definitely installed them as premiership favourites, hadn't they? If they, they? get over Frio mm. at the MCG... That's an eight-point game. It's an eight-point game, then... And they won the one previously against Frio, so they're literally 16-point games. Yes. Yeah. They're on top of the ladder as we yeah. speak. Yeah. And that... Uh, that stupid umpire has cost them. Yeah, yeah. What do you reckon the umpire is saying? He's like, mate, mate, no. No water. Well, I think I get the feeling that um, umpires essentially were bullied a lot at school. <laughs> so I yeah, think they okay. see something like that and they have real flashbacks to grade five when they're you know, getting atomic wedgies and stuff. Yeah. So they're really out there just to stamp out bullying. I think that's mainly the, the main role of the umpire. Yeah, okay. Because you're not allowed to name call. No, no. No. So if, say, a player went to get a drink and they smacked the back of their head so they chipped their teeth oh, yeah. on a bubbler, that's a 50. <laughs> that's a definite 50. Yep. If you call them a fatty, fat, fat, yep. 50. Yep. yep, definitely. And if you, if you tweet offensive stuff to them, you know. Yeah, 50. Put up, uh, Facebook put up posts. That's yep. bullying. If you're their bullying. friend one day yep. and then the next day you just don't even talk to them. That's a good point. Yep. That's 50. Yep. Well, you kind of buy them something at the tuck shop and then the next day you, you, don't. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, 50. <laughs> yeah, so umpire's essentially there to stamp out bullying. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was a, a, a big uh, highlight, The um, sorry, the culmination of that game when uh, Basher Hawley... A highlight, you're saying it? Do you reckon Basher sees it as a highlight? Spotted a man clear in the middle. <laughs> 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 Poor dude. He kicked to like five different Frio guys, though. I mean, I, I know he had his one target, 
but there were literally five free throw dudes in the vicinity. How did you feel? How do you reckon that Richmond player felt as the ball's been lobbed uh, up? So it's a 50-metre kick. So you've probably got, what, what do you reckon, five or six seconds to run over? I suppose so, yeah. And four or five Freo players closed in on him. And they have about a minute left, and he's going straight up the guts. He's gone up the guts. No, no point going to the boundary. Well, you know what? He didn't want a three-point win. No. He wanted a nine-point win. He wanted to go coast to coast. Percentage. Yeah, percentage. Exactly. Crucial. He was thinking for the greater good of Richmond, yeah, and I think yeah. the fans have to appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he came out today, and he's just said about a bit of a brain fade and the like. Good on him. Yeah. Fronting it up. Fronting up to the media on a Sunday morning. Just stepping up. You know. He said, uh, and I, I, I can quote this, Michael, because I wrote it down. He said, I've learnt from that and I will move on. Mm. You know what I say? No. <laughs> don't move on. Uh, don't move on ever. They should replay that as he's walking into every meeting. Yep. Replay it again. Bang. Yep, yep. You're not moving on from that, buddy. Practice it at a training. Yeah. There should be a statue out the front of him yeah. kicking it and then like a Freo person down the thing. Yep. A, a mural. Like, yep. Football clubs love murals. So have a, have a statue of Basher like uh, at one end of the at Punt Road yep. and then about 60 the odd metres away have a Frio statue. Oh, eight of his, them. With his arms up. Yeah, yeah. in white, yeah. so you, you can't miss them. <laughs> yeah. I just think, uh, never let him forget that. Were you ever that would be a, his legacy. Were you in ever in a moment in a game where you, you, you lost the game? You had a moment at the end of the game where... Not not in not in footy. I'm sure mm. in schoolboy cricket, you know, when you're down to the last couple of runs oh, yep, and yep, getting out and yep, stuff. I yep. saved a game with a run out once. Oh, well done. I'm a champion. Thank Congratulations. You. Yeah. Thank you. That is my legacy. There's a statue of that, obviously. And everyone's walking off saying, I mean, I, never, I can't have, a, I don't have a memory of it happening to me because, um, I mean, let's face it, Adam, you know. With you and the team, it's an eight-goal victory. <laughs> yeah. But uh, everyone's walking off the ground, patting you on the back going, it's not your fault, it's not your fault. But you kicked the winning goal. You won that fucking game. Well, yeah. It's, 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 no, yeah. One's, no one's talking about the first quarter goals. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Actually, when you win the game. It's interesting. It kind of it, it doesn't work for the bad, but you claim it for the good. So Absolutely. if you do kick a goal after the siren, you go, I want it, I want it. And then if you kick it on the full after the siren, oh, team effort. Team, Not, yeah, yeah, we should have kicked some goals yeah. in the third quarter. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that is 100% absolutely Basher Hawley's fault. And he... He said he's going to take the first kick out next week. Oh, really? It's not about the first one, mate. Oh, he's going to get back on the horse, is he? He's getting back on the horse. He's huh. not throwing anything out with anything. Yeah. He's just going to get back to it and just, you know, I reckon he'll hit the boundary. Yeah. <laughs> probably, hopefully he puts it out on the full. I hope he kicks it into the man of the <laughs> That would be good. They're going well, though, the Tigers, though. I mean, they're no longer, like, scraping into the finals. They're going to be well and truly, bang, right in the middle of the finals. We're talking home final this time. Uh, we actually probably are. If they're going to finish fifth. They should finish or fifth so. or sixth if they have a bit of a yeah, wobble, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, another home final. And oh, I sense good things for Richmond this year. But it's positive in the way that's now three years in a row they've made the finals. Yeah. That's not a laughing stock. That's a pretty good run. That is a very good run. And now I guess the expectations are for top four. Well, yeah, yeah, if a few teams can fall over. Yeah. I mean, not, I'm actually just going to look at the ladder very quickly now. Well, I think they need Sydney to lose to West Coast today. And yeah. that will put them. Had, had they beaten Freo, they would have been more in the hunt. Yes. But now. Would have been equal fourth. And that, actually, if we look at the percentage, the. Oh, they're about know, 6 or 7% off, aren't they? They are, yeah, yeah. So uh, they could have, yeah, they could have maybe taken fourth. So that's why Basher was going mm. for the percentage. He knew. Yeah. The, the, man's, a, the man's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> he was all over that. Now, speaking of uh, percentages, Michael, mm-hmm. uh, you and I went to a little. Um, a little pluck-a-duck reunion on Friday we did, night. We did. It was 90s, 90s night. It was 90s themed. Now, I saw this on the Carlton Instagram, and I thought maybe it was retro round, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. It was just purely Carlton because it was the 20th anniversary of the 95 Premiership. Yes. Why do they have the anniversary now, though? Oh, we need something during the year. Yeah, I know. But I know it's tw- it is 20 years. But what, how do they pick out what particular time of year they hold it? Particularly round? Yeah, that's an interesting one because you think they might have done it when we Against played Geelong. Geelong. Hmm. Just to really rub it in. Yeah. Or maybe they just saw, fuck, we're playing Hawthorne. We need something to need distract some everybody. Yeah. Because yeah. during the week, Johnny Barker was saying, they weren't talking it up, were they? 
Look, they said it was going to be a tough thing, but Mark, Mark Murphy said they're not undefeatable. Undefeatable. And, yeah, and he, he was incorrect. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you got that uh, well and truly wrong. What was it, 135 points oh, look, I can't remember. <laughs> no, I didn't get the results when I was on the train. Carlton's greatest losing, losing margin. Yep. Yeah. Um, yes, we are 90s night, so they had Plucker Duck. Um, we were both there. Plucker I mean, Duck. You, th- you think 90s, what do you think? You think Plucker. Definitely thinking Plucker. That's yeah. all I think of. Yeah. Did anything else happen? Um, <laughs> I think it was just Plucker. Yeah, Plucker. Everything was Plucker-based. Duck of the duck of the century. Yeah, he was the duck yeah. of the century. Um, so they did a thing at quarter time. Now I, I'd, I'd have got there um, pretty much when the game was started. Did they have Plucker at the start of the game? Uh, no, I, I only saw Plucker at quarter time as yeah. well when they came out with some weird barrel competition. So quarter time, and they did a spinning wheel, but it was done by the lights around the boundary line. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. So it was done with the LED signage. Yeah, so, so like, a roulette, uh, yeah, yeah. like a roulette sort of spinning yeah. wheel. Yeah, so this spun, and then uh, if you looked at it, actually, you felt like you'd get an epilepsy. So yeah. just to look. <laughs> actually, I looked at it a few times, so I thought, I've got to look up at the roof, because that's actually making me making me go weird. Um, it was like the Gravitron. And then, yeah, it was, it was. And then it landed on a bay... Yeah. And that bay won a prize. I think they won a... I think they all got like a free T-shirt or a hat yeah. or something. Well, or, I think it might have been tickets or well, something. They got, to, they got to leave? That whole bottom bay, I suppose. It wouldn't have been the whole ground, would it? Just like, it was like Bay 37 or something. No, because like uh, that would have... Because, you know, I'm on level two because mm-hmm. I'm better than those people. Yep. But that would have applied to me if I had got it because the people next to me were cheering. Oh, were they? Because I was in 36 and it was 37. Oh, so that, I think that passed around a little card and then you went and got... Yeah, you got... Well, you showed, your, you showed your membership and it's got your, your bay on it. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So you get it. Um, but what else do they have? They have Cap- Captain Carlton at the start, obviously. Yeah. That flag is very effective. That large Carlton flag. Yeah, what do you think it does? Inspire? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of morale boost. Yeah, I think it's quite effective. I reckon the players go to their position and go, fuck, that's a big flag. Yeah, and then he runs up with Murph to do the toss yeah. and then he runs then away he runs with Murph. With so he lost the toss and then Captain Carlton <laughs> runs back with the flag going, yeah. We couldn't even win the toss. Yeah. That's, how, that's the kind of night that we had. But you and I, we sat together for a quarter. We did. We did. You know, you genuinely know I was going to leave at half time. If you hadn't come over, oh, okay. I would have gone home. What was it, about 10 goals maybe half time? Uh... I think more. Yeah. To get the, uh, in the first two minutes, and I'm, I'm not saying it was going to be a, a large defeat, but it was a uh, there was no heart in the game at all. No. Like Hawthorne was just wandering around, Carlton wandering around. Yeah. Like there was no energy in the crowd. The biggest cheer was probably when you guys got your first goal, which is probably what near the end of the second quarter, halfway through the second, and that was yeah. from a free kick to Everett. Yeah. <laughs> it was, look, it wasn't it wasn't our greatest night. Um, I mean, I think the umpires crucified us early. It's all about momentum, Michael. We absolutely. get those free kicks. Absolutely. This could be a hundred and twenty point drubbing. But yeah. That just got blown out from uh, that. The players lost heart. Quarter time, they did a kicking competition. Yeah, that, that's where Plucker was involved. Yeah, they really um they really don't want us to think about anything but the entertainment on the field, do they? Like yeah. you're not allowed to turn around and talk to anyone in the crowd. No, no, you got to, you're focused. You're you looking focus. at going, how far can he barrel that ball? How far can some bloke who I've never heard of from yeah. a local league yeah. who probably can't do a barrel and yeah. that's the reason he's not playing AFL? I think they were two youngsters. I think they were two under-18s or something. Oh, were they? I think they were. And they came out and had a kicking competition, so they set up markers 50, 60, 70 metres. It was ambitious, uh, wasn't it, the 70? <laughs> none of them were required <laughs> because they, I think, well, two out of the four went out side of the boot. Yeah. Uh, they, they, yeah they didn't quite get onto their their uh, barrels as they'd hoped. Do you think as, like, that's your one big opportunity, mm. are you embarrassed? Do you just go, fucking hell? Well, I was a bit suspect on one of them by the fact he had a very short run-up. He only took a few steps. Oh, I was like, you've got to get into it, mate. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's an uh, 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 Ahmed Saad run-up. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come from 80 metres away. Yeah. Get onto the barrel. Um, and then at half-time they had 
Hang on, have you neglected something from quarter time, Michael? Quarter time. What time? Did you not post a, a, a picture of a certain thing? I was at a quarter time. Bongo cam. Bongo cam. I'm pretty sure bongo cam's a quarter time. Oh, okay. Bongo, yeah. Bongo cam. So I, I saw bongo cam for the first time. And what were your thoughts? I was pretty excited about bongo cam. Were you I, looking... They don't usually come to level two. No, no. Well, I don't... I wasn't trying to get on to bongo cam. Wow. Come on, mate. Why wouldn't you? Um, they had Captain Carlson t- kicking it off, didn't they? So he was in the crowd somewhere, yep. and I think he was kind of initially kicked it off. Yeah. Fucking hell. And then they <laughs> went to other people in the crowd who were playing bongos. Yeah. yeah. And then was it halftime they had the dance cam? Yes. Yeah, so dance cam. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's just atrocious. It's had, all so many levels of shit. You would have seen it. Dance cam, they go in the crowd, and people are jumping up and down and having a boogie. Yeah. And then they go to, there was a security guard on the ground, and they put the camera on him, and he kind of shook his head, going, nah, I'm oh, not dancing. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. like, boo, boo. And then they went around to other crowd people again, and then they went back to the security guard, and then lo and behold, Adam. What happened? He busted out these whole moves like a dancer. He had the music within him and he did flips and splits and bloody hell just to, to mate your job is to do initially. security like what if what 12 if there people was a, ran on the ground what, yeah exactly what if there was a terrorist attack while he's dan- while he's boogieing but it's incredible like initially he was like so reluctant Stony to dance he, and, and then all well, what of do sudden, you think won him over the power of the music yeah the music got yeah, to him yeah, and it happens a lot doesn't it all of a sudden I think he's there's a, a movie in this he's a really good dancer he should dance more often that yeah. guy um, so it's good to see Carlton. You know who I thought was shit And a lot of champions agree with me I thought Sam Mitchell was pretty rubbish Yeah, no um, What Wayne, did he get, like 35 touches? Something Wayne like Carey that? finally came out and said what we've all been thinking Yep, for that he would struggle years. to get a game at another club yeah. And I think he's right Yeah, definitely, definitely That's why Sam's desperate I mean, how long be... have Hawthorne been carrying him? <laughs> Through three flags? Yeah, 2001, since they picked him up I've been thinking that for a long time, and also that's why Sam's desperate to be a one-team club because he knows yeah, if he's he not goes going anywhere else. else. He goes down to Brisbane, Melbourne. He's not getting, he's a, not game. getting a game. He's not running around. No, Gold Coast wouldn't have him. <laughs> no. They've got too much depth. No, yes, they wouldn't go near him. He couldn't. The, the players that he was running past on the game at the ground at Eddie Head Stadium, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be able. To, he wouldn't be able to play with them. No, absolutely not. No, he, he Johnny Barker wouldn't know what to do with him. He go just go to the ball and for a while, run around, he'd be 20, get eighty possessions, and maybe we'll think about you. He'd be the twenty fifth best player at Carlton, I reckon. He would be. Yeah, he may be the sub. Yeah. We may give him the sub vest. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Kerry said, just having a look at Sam Mitchell. I want to ask you a question. Would you would he get a game at any other club? Don't get me wrong. I think he's an absolute champion. But if you're in a lesser team, a team that's not winning, you're expected to put on pressure, and his pace doesn't allow him to do that. So he's too slow to put on pressure. I think it was more about his pressure. Pressure acts. Yeah. You're kind of wandering around a loose man in that half-back line. It's really hard to pressure other people when you've got the ball. Yeah, it's a bit tricky, yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, they go, oh, Sam Mitchell just laid a tackle while he was holding the ball. I don't understand that. He keeps getting holding the man, paid against him. He's smothered his own kick. <laughs> the guy's insane. He's doing all these one percenters on himself. Um, but uh, the duck... Uh... Or came back at him. Well, um, someone put actually on the internet, I thought it was a quite interesting thing, that uh, they said, well, the game was uh, not that interesting. Yeah. And so the Duck just said something ridiculous. So then they had something to talk about for the next half hour, which I yeah. thought was actually not a bad point. Oh, mate, the Duck knows, the duck knows TV. Um, and they had um, – uh, he, he called up Mitchell, though. He, so gave, he, he gave him a call the day after yep. on the prompting of his uh, fiancé, and they had a good chat about it, and he clarified what he actually said, yep. Mitchell said. That's yeah. good. Good on you, mate. Well yeah. done, Duck. I appreciate it. I quite liked it. People were on Twitter. Kind of, um, there was a hashtag put out there by Paddy Dangerfield. Yeah. Uh, things the Duck says. Uh, Some of them are very shit, by the way. People lift your games. Well, I like Paddy Dangerfield. Steve Smith is an average cricketer and wouldn't make the English test, test side. I quite like that one. Dangerfield's yeah. kicked it off well. Yeah. Uh, there's one, uh, Lance Armstrong is a terrific bloke and has never cheated. <laughs> 
<laughs> All his decision making is the best in the game. <laughs> They're quite funny. Good on you. You loved them. Um, you love the Twitter sphere, though, don't you? Oh, yeah, I'm all over it. Yep. Um, you know who was disappointed with uh, Saturday night's loss was uh, former Carlton champion coach Dennis Pagan. Really? Yeah. He, uh, he wrote in his blog. Now, did you know that Pago had a blog? No, I did not know that. So can you... All right, Michael's got his... Uh, Here we go. The, Is it the like Wayne a... Jackson Studio computer in front of him. Mm-hmm. It just said Den- on Dennis Pagan's blog in the article that I read. So I did not know he had a blog. Obviously, I would have subscribed to it. Yeah. Did, have you looked it up? No, I haven't. Oh. I thought I'd leave it to here so we can try and get it live to find out for the junk times how easy it would be to find the Pago blog. Because you want to just come up, Dennis Pagan blog, bang, there. You do. Well, I've written in Dennis Pagan blog and there's nothing that's come up. Up. It's a shame. Um, Anything about real estate? Well, there's... Anything about him and coaching the under-19s, perhaps? Anything about his shit hairstyle that he's had for 30 years? There is about real estate, yeah, his house. Okay. Yeah, Dennis Pagan, serendipitous sale for former North Melbourne coach. Oh, good. Yeah. That, that wouldn't be it, though, would it? No, no. Okay. There's one at crikey.com. Actually, here we go. It's all real estate. Is it? What Dennis Pagan's blog, Tackling All Your Real Estate Needs. There must be a real estate agent called Dennis Pagan. No, but isn't he, he's a real estate agent, isn't he? Is he? Isn't, don't he and his son run... They're like the Donald Trumps of Melbourne. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure... I'm, I am positive he runs a, uh, like a real estate agency. Oh, he does too. Here we go, Dennis Pagan's blog. There you go. Uh, We've got his blog. .wordpress.com. Oh, awesome. And it's got a picture of Dennis Pagan. Yep. And, does he look uh, handsome? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, four things How can he not? to think about he's when purchasing like, a home. He's like AFL's George Clooney, isn't he? Yeah. This is very interesting. So he's got a Stockdale Lego um, franchise? Would you say that? Wow. Could you imagine being a real estate agent under Pagan? Do you reckon he has Pagan's paddock for the, <laughs> for the real estate agents? Just open it up and let the auction breathe. I'm looking up. This post was from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one from 2010. Seems to oh, be good. The last, so it's been long running. The last one. Um, oh, that's so disappointing. Now, because it said in this article that he's, he's written got it his recently, mobile phone so number. We could give him a call. Should we? <laughs> Should we give Pogo, Pogo a call? Pogo a call. Uh, yeah. How do you reckon that would go? Uh, I think he'd get quite angry at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there is a, a blog of Dennis Pagan. Yeah, in connection to the. You know what, junk timers? Uh, what, what's the address of the? Um, what's the? Uh, th- Dennis website? Dennis Pagan. .wordpress.com. There you go, dennispagan.wordpress.com. It's got his phone number in. Junk timers, give him a buzz. Find out during the week uh, yeah. how he's going. Find no. out what he's up to no. and if that's the only blog. Don't do that. And then get back to us. No. Let us know how you went with Pago. Yeah, so he's the real estate guy. Oh, good on him. Um, but what did he write in the blog? I oh, just said that uh, the draconian um, uh, sentence against Carlton back in early 2000s uh, yeah. is still costing the club now. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Which I'm not sure I agree with. I think some bad drafting in the middle there has really cost us and some bad decisions. So I don't know if you can attach that. I mean, we were shit for a long time, but we started to right the ship mm. and then we took another huge dump on that. Hey, um, should we talk about the celebration of the round, Adam? Oh, I think we should. Brent Harvey, 400 games. Pretty good effort. Quite remarkable, isn't it? And to have two this year as well, that's yeah. quite incredible. We're privileged to be in, living in an era where we've had uh, do you feel, two people. Do you feel on it? I feel a bit different. Yeah. And KB's come out. He's, he's been all uh, fun and games. Yeah, he Talking loves it. the meeting of the 400 club. And yeah. It's like Damien Fleming's uh, first uh, hat-trick on f- debut. Yeah. That club. Um, so Boomer went up to Brisbane on the weekend to play. They had a win. Uh, so now it's KB, Tucky, Fletch and Boomer. Um, do you reckon he'll go on next year? 
So if he plays another six or seven games this year... Well, he got the most possessions did he? in the North Melbourne win. So he's doing okay. It's yeah. not like he's being carried. No, and he, he can go up to about 407 by the end of the year probably. And then yeah. next how many, year... How many games to go in the season? Five? Uh, five or six, yeah. Five or six plus... Possibly two finals. Yeah, yeah. So he might be able to squeeze, yeah. So by about round 15 or so next year, he could get the record. Could take over Tucky. Mm. How would you feel about that, mate? Oh, records are made to be broken, mate. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) You've always said that about massacres, haven't you? (laughs) Uh, But Fletch hasn't uh, been back on the field since the 400th. He's stuck on 400. That's embarrassing, isn't it? Well, it's not. No, it's fucking embarrassing, mate. (laughs) You've just got to be disappointed. Oh, and why didn't you keep playing? Oh, my legs just gave out. So should you have been on the list? Oh, I got to 400. I think they're a bit more open about the fact he may not be around next year. He's not, he's not ill, but yeah, I think they're a bit more... I think like his body's holding up, but he's got dementia. <laughs> <laughs> so they just they put him in the green vest. He doesn't know what's going on. He's confused out yeah. there. He was in an iron lung for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but good on him, Boomer. Gary Ablett, uh, another, uh, well, up in Queensland, uh, you were speaking about Brisbane, but Gary Ablett got hurt on the weekend. He's just, just, he's he in the wars. He can't come back now, can 2015 he? 2015's been a wreck of a year for him. It has. Yeah. For the whole Gold Coast club. They really built it up. I saw Sandy Roberts after the, uh, on the coverage, and, uh, and he made out kind of the shot of Ablett going over and the knee. They had a close up of the knee. Yep. Had him walking out with a big thing of ice around. And he, and he made a really big thing that Gary Ablett may be out for th- Three or four weeks. Like, it, it wasn't that big a thing. Like, yeah, I thought yeah. for a second it was going to be the, whole, the yeah. whole year. Amputate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so they'll be back shortly. That doesn't sound like uh, Fox footy to build something build up Build something up? There. No? Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's your take on the, the phrase chaos ball? Oh, the chaos ball where they kind of doing a little bit of a kick over the shoulder and don't or really someone know someone just hacks land. the ball out and yeah. now it's been labelled a chaos ball. I heard it earlier during the Footscray Collingwood game. Was... Uh, Dwayne Russell, perchance, because I reckon he coined the chaos ball. Okay, I think chaos ball is his. Yeah, someone just kind of kicked it out of the out of the half flank into about thirty meter mark. Can you deliberately chaos ball? Like, are, you, are, are people out there skilled enough? You go, do I do a drop punt? Yeah. Do I do a barrel? Yeah, yeah. Do I do a chaos do ball? I trick all the defenders with a chaos. Yeah, ball? Yeah, with a chaos yeah. ball. Yeah. yeah, to spin it round. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they'll make a big deal. They've got a bit of a market though now, particularly with the uh, the dudes who. Uh, try and kick it through on the bounce. You're having a shot for goal. It's not a chaos ball, mate. They know what they're doing. Yeah, and they always kind of then... In the crowd now, people are talking about the Chief and what he's going to say about that yeah. on the bounce. Actually, I've got, to, I've got to remind myself to watch the bounce tonight. Everyone watch the bounce. Because uh, Spud's talking to Amy Schumer. <laughs> it's, a, it's a meeting of comedic minds. <laughs> we saw Amy Schumer's adventures during the week, yeah. and uh, some of them went haywire, and some of them went great. But uh, I just love the idea that Spud's going to be having a chat. <laughs> Do you think Spud knows who Amy Schumer is? <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. But there was a picture they put of uh, a clip of it they put on AFL 360, <laughs> and he's yeah. holding a flip chart, essentially, of the Chief uh, when he had the helmet on back oh, in 1990. That is and, comedy. Uh, oh, I just can't wait to see the way she just <laughs> that is shuts great. him down. You know what would have been good if the footy show had been <laughs> able to show Gary Lyon well, on the got, stretcher. They should have got old Croft to go and do That'd something. That'd be funny too, wouldn't it? She'd just freak out. <laughs> just, oh, to, just, so to many. Absolute, just to absolutely make sure she never wants to come back to Australia <laughs> ever again. Speaking of Fox footy, I want to know this as well. I was just watching before and I haven't really thought too much about it. Who does the probability? You know how when someone's lining up for goal? Oh, yeah, the probability. Got the probability. That's who, a good point. Who does that? They've got a mathematician in there? Yeah, they've got that Nate Silver guy who does all the American elections. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's the guy who picks, he predicts all of the American. Oh, he gets okay. it right all the time. It's not the, it's not the octopus 
the octopus. Yeah, pull the octopus in there. Yeah, <laughs> it's just in there. And then they get that alligator that, uh, that or it's a crocodile alligator that picked uh, the Davis Cup um, uh, schedule. Did you see that? No. Oh, when we're playing traditional rivals, Kazakhstan. Yeah, in Darwin. In Darwin. Yeah. The home, home of tennis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they had to pick the uh, order of who plays who. Yeah. They had a alligator at a, like a zoo, and they hung like a chicken over the with the with the they did connecting not. player. Yeah. And then the alligator came, whichever one he ate was the the order that they did stuff. Really? In. Yeah. Where where was this? That was that was just before they kicked it off. And not in Darwin. Yeah. I would have been a crocodile then. Oh, crocodile. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I'll never get that right. Yeah, I never know which one's which. They did that. They... That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. That's how they picked... I think it was... The... I don't think it was who played who, but it was like... This... It wouldn't be the schedule. Of... That's actually how uh, Carlton's done their drafting for yeah. the last five years. <laughs> but I just want to know, who does the probability? You, because... have, a, you have a crab race. <laughs> you go, yes, Kane Lucas. Fuck, he's not very good. Oh, Blaine Bokehurst. Fuck, yeah. we're really picking some bad crabs here. What I love, though, uh, from the Gold Coast game, although Gary Ablett went down, Harley Bennell had his first game back. He got 39 touches. Did he? How quickly after that game do you reckon he was urine-tested? <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon as he's, like, clapping, they're like, mate, uh, we really want you to come with us now, buddy. We've got a little... Uh, yeah, we're going to stay in here with you. Yep. Yep, yep. yep. We don't want... We're just patting you down for uh, uh, urine bladders. Yep. And how quickly the day after when he woke up do you think he was urine-tested? <laughs> well, he hasn't woke up yet. <laughs> Um, now, we've got uh, Paddy Ryder. You were talking about Paddy Ryder. Well, it, it was interesting. It was Patrick Ryder's first game back against his old club, which everyone says it's a, bit, it's a, it's a weird time for a player, Michael. Mm-hmm. You're going against your old buddies. Yeah. You're in the battle. I mean, it brought Brennan Goddard to tears. Yeah, definitely. definitely. The first time it's he like, had to oh, go back. What a hideous mistake I've made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but James Hurd uh, said that uh, Ryder, who kicked four. Oh, good on him. He only had three or four positives in the first half, but he kicked four all in the last quarter. Great work. And basically won the game from. He said he was lucky. Lucky? He said he was lucky. And yeah. I don't know whether he meant he was lucky on the ground or just lucky to be alive because he doesn't know what's in his body. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit rich. That's a bit ungrateful. That's what I thought. Yeah. But this is also what I heard he said because... Um, so Ryder he got off the chain and played a really good game. Got off the chain. Oh, that's a good choice of words, Adam. Well done. Thank you. I can't like that. That's a nice expression. Is that okay? Yeah, got off the chain. Thank you, Matt. Heard uh, uh, admit he felt Essendon had been unlucky with free kicks, so he wasn't happy about that. And he also strongly defended uh, Sean McKernan, who after because he had a really bad game last week, yep. uh, was monstered by mm-hmm. uh, Todd Goldstein. And so they weren't sure whether or not he's going to play. They've got Jonathan Giles sitting in the reserves. But Heard, this is Heard defending Sean McKernan last night. He said, Sean rebounded well. Was he the best player on the ground? No. Did we get beaten for hitouts? Yes. <laughs> You're not defending him, mate. You're just pointing out <laughs> that he was shit and he didn't win the hitouts. Will I rip up his contract in front of him? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought maybe he just needs to learn how to defend a player a little bit better than that. <laughs> Was he any good? No. Should he get another game? No. Uh, Bulldogs. Mate, they're coming. They are coming. They're doing really well. Great um, win over Collingwood. Yeah. And Collingwood five in a row. Is it just there was there a statistic that Collingwood haven't won a game in July... I think since like 1842. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like it's going, lo- it's a few years in a row now. They just f- capitulate in July. They came out of the box very strong, didn't they? Yeah. Everyone was thinking, here we go, top four for sure. Yeah. Now that. Because they were eight and three last year, and then I think they went three and eight in the second half of the season. They're 11th or so. I, this this um, ladder isn't quite updated, but. It's a live ladder. But they're, um, they're uh, in real danger of not making the eight. 
Well, see, that ladder's not going to change because uh, the teams above them may move hmm. in and out. But So they're 11th at the moment. Now, middle they're only a game out. Yes. Uh, and their percentage is pretty good, actually. They've got a better percentage than uh, the six or seven teams in front of them. So, yeah. so they can jump up. But, but people were talking about them as a top four candidate, hmm. like, uh, you know, maybe six weeks ago. And then it's all fallen apart. It's and now they've got apart. no Travis Cloak. I mean... Yeah. But Darcy Moore kicked five goals. That's a great, a yes. great. Uh, yes, Hurdy said he was very lucky, but apart yeah. from that, <laughs> he fluked a lot of them. Uh, but the doggies say they want. Uh, it's not. It's not really so much a boutique stadium anymore. They've kind of moved off that. It's they don't a, want boutique because oh, the doggies. Bespoke. Bespoke Stadium to cater for smaller drawing Melbourne games. Yeah, okay. Uh, this is from uh, Graham, uh, Peter, Commissioner Peter Gordon. Uh-huh. Uh, said that he believes that uh, Melbourne needs a new bespoke stadium that maxes out at 25,000, 30,000. Now, bespoke is built to specifications, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So basically, you go to an architect and you say, hey, just want stadium that holds 25,000. Mm, yeah. And then he builds one especially for you. Where do you put something like that? No, but isn't that just like a, a stadium? Why do I have to say bespoke? Well, yeah, I'm not sure, actually. Yeah, no, no, we just want a smaller stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just fucking build, build us a stadium that holds 25,000. Don't yeah. make a big well, deal of it. he's a lawyer. He's wordy. Yeah, he's true. wordy. He's true, using true. His language skills. But why, why can't... So is he saying he doesn't want to use grounds that are currently available? Well, I suppose he means that they're... I mean, aren't they all getting done over by deals at Etihad? And so they just want to have oh, a, a stadium they can control easier. So go. you're saying, like, uh, get Icon Park back up to its former glory? Yeah, well, I reckon well, that would be pretty much the, the main ca- candidate at this stage, wouldn't it? That's one that's probably most... Uh, well, it still hosts VFL games, so mm. that would be the closest to mm. anything that can probably hold a crowd of about that size, I would imagine. And they've done quite a bit of work at it already, so yeah. probably the, the rooms and stuff are okay, and yeah, you might have to if you had people, a lot more people coming in. They probably have to move some bodies. Yeah, yeah. But get apart that, from that, get the ghosts of John Elliott out of there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I think I, I don't think it would be too difficult to get Carlton back up to scratch. But they couldn't do that. Like, what do the Blues do then? Well, why don't the Blues play there? You know, no, we need a like... smaller stadium than that. <laughs> we need like we could just go to uh, Glen Ferry. You were telling me you were out at Glen Ferry recently. Yes. How yes. many could that hold? Uh, that could hold two uh, hundred. It depends how many people you want to die in the uh, stands. <laughs> those stands are rickety as. Yeah. Like they're, they're, I think they're both. You're not allowed to go into either. You know what? Actually, Carlton needs probably two stadiums. You need one for start of a game, mm-hmm. and then you need one for, for halftime. Yeah, yeah. halftime when everyone's left. Yeah. So the crowds dwindled down to about 15,000. Yeah. So, so at halftime, we all move to a. You either go home or you move to another smaller stadium. You need one of those grounds that it can reconfigure at halftime. Yes. So a, a bespoke go one. A, go from a 30,000 down to a 10,000. Yeah. Yeah, somehow like some kind of transformer stadium. Yeah. Where the top tier just kind of condenses into one tier. Well, why don't they, like at, at Eddie had to compact everyone as people are leaving, everyone just goes down a level. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Just shut the top deck. Yeah, we get closer. Yeah. Well, those seats on level two are pretty good, aren't they? They are very nice. I haven't been there for a very long time on level two. They are and great. And as you as you discovered on the weekend when it's a pathetic crowd, you can hear the players. You can hear them, yeah. You get the real experience when you're playing against Carlton. No, you really could. It was one of those games, hence why I was saying, like, the crowd didn't really have much in it. No. You, know, you could hear them shouting, and you could hear the bumps, and you could hear them laughing and yeah. giggling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Adam, there's going to be an initiative. On round God, I love initiatives. 19. Yeah. Multicultural round. Great. And All right, gonna, now we can't pick on it. That's fantastic. What they're going to do... Yeah, watch <laughs> yeah. what you say. Yep, gotcha. Uh, what they're going to do is they're going to put... Um, the word umpire, you know the word umpire. I do know the word umpire. Is on, uh, on uh, the back of the umpire's uh, top. Yep. Yeah, so they're really? going to translate that oh. into 
seven different languages. So they're going to have like a Greek, yep. the Greek word for umpire, yep. and the Hindi, uh-huh, good. Mandarin, Vietnamese, Italian, Spanish, Arabic. Aramaic? Well, it says Arabic here. No, no, what's that one that... Uh, oh, that's what Jesus talked about. The Passage of the Christ? Yeah, yeah why yeah. not that? Aramaic, yep. They're going yeah. to put that in Spangers jumper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to have uh, the word umpire in different languages. On You know what it needs, though? If they're really going to touch into the people, mm-hmm. is translate fucking umpire. Okay, yep. Have the word fucking in there yep. just before it. So at least if you're a visitor to the town, yep. because they're not going to go, oh... It should be maggot. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Maggot. Just yeah. have have something like if you really want to get our uh, our new um, you know, new Australians, new Australians, yes, to get involved in the game. Yep. Let them speak like we speak. Let yeah. them let them know how we uh, you know refer to an umpire. Right. We, we should, should have be. the Greek word for maggot. We yeah. should have the Hindi word for fucktard. Yeah, exactly. Mandarin for scum. Yeah, there should be like however you translate. I don't know how to say it in Mandarin, but razor ray, you can't. Yeah, like, yeah. They need to know that. Yeah, the Italian for prick. Yeah, you know? yeah. They should have that. Oh, that's uh, bullshit. And they're going to have the word. Sharon in various languages. Oh, here we go. And also the 50-meter lines on playing fields will also be marked to reflect the language theme at each venue. So each, each game is going to have a language theme. That's pretty cool. How, how are they going to do that? Like, are they writing the, the word out, right? Because I'm pretty sure five and zero are across mm. the board. Like, what are they doing? I don't know. Do they put the Greek word for Toyota on the, on the wing? No, that, if it's a Greek game, it just has like a zero. There's no five. They can't afford it. Um, they get, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, the different word for Sharon. Although, wouldn't it just be Sharon? Because Sharon's I would have thought so. I don't think that exists yeah, in a lot of other languages. Although, it will be in different text. In Mandarin and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I imagine the Italian for Sharon is Sharon. Yeah, I imagine so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, that's pretty cool. And then in round 20... It's a really cool little initiative by um, the AFL in round Oh, mate, they don't miss with their initiatives, Yeah, but in round 20, um, they're going to have a Reclaim Australia round. Oh, good. Yeah. (laughs) So So all the umpires wear white. So everyone gets down there, everyone gets uh, swastikas. Yeah, good. uh, They're not allowed to play Barnsley or uh, Farnsley. Farnsley, yeah, Yeah. fair enough. And uh, and it's just a whole bunch of people, just the very frightening people, just waving flags, appropriating flags. Yeah, and the lists are savagely cut down. Mm -hmm. Like, they are allowed to choose which players get to run around. So Dane Swan... Yep. Uh, plays. And I think Played that's captain it. for the week. Yeah. <laughs> it's just him. I, uh, I think that brings us to the end. Uh, always on a racist note. What a way to end. Oh, yeah. Well, um, tell you what we're going to do on Thursday, Adam. Pretty exciting. Oh, this is going to be massive. It's pretty exciting. Do you reckon he's ready for us? Uh, no. Do you reckon he's, <laughs> he's not ready? He'll be like getting our backgrounds. Yeah, no, researching us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be interviewing uh, Jonathan Brown. Yep. Three-time premiership player. The great Jonathan Brownie Brown. Yeah, so that will probably be out on maybe Thursday afternoon. Yes, if we get a chance to, yeah. Yeah. So Once we, we clear it with the lawyers. Yeah, Thursday evening probably, actually. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have a chat to him. We're going to fucking come at his face. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's a little bit of extra for the junk timers this week. An interview with the big man, JB. And we should also talk about our live show that we're going to be holding on uh, August 30th. August the 30th. It's going to be great. It'll be, uh, what do you reckon, late afternoon, 4 o'clock start? Yeah, I reckon probably something like that. Yeah. Going to kick it off. So, so sorry if, you, if you're one of those teams that get a bullshit Twilight game. Yeah, we're going to be holding that in Melbourne. The venue is still to be confirmed or so because uh, we're trying to get a bit Spoke venue yep. built for us. Yeah, that yep. can hold twenty five to thirty thousand people, or, or one that holds like fifty <laughs> that drifts down to fifteen yeah. <laughs> when you all walk out. Um, but that's uh, pretty much all we have. Um, thank you very much, uh, Adam. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, send us in at junktimeaforpod at gmail. We are junktimeaforpod at Twitter and junktimeaforpod on Facebook. Send us all the stuff. There was actually a little bit of talk this week, Adam, about um, Nathan Buckley mentioned the boot stutter. 
Did he? Uh, yeah, where he received a tweet during the week um, on AFL 360. He talked about how everybody in the club has to be in order. Like to achieve success, you all have to be kind of working in the same, the wow. same line. Have to be kind of the ultimate, uh, yeah. ultimate well, like, powers. They've got a point. Like if you're a boot stutter, if you run out there and there's no studs, yeah, actually you're doing you, a you've got job. an issue. Yeah, you do have an issue. Like players are just skating around. Yeah. So he said like the coaches have to be at top form, the yeah. physios, the doctors, all the way down to the boot stutter. He didn't put it like that. He just, yeah, yeah. Like, it was implied. Yeah. But do you think? Um, has there ever been, like, a controversial poaching of a boot stutter? That's a good point. You go, oh, oh Les Johnson, mate, he's fucking great. Yeah, he we need just, to get He knows him. when to wear moulds. He knows <laughs> when to wear screw-ins. Yep. We've got to get him over here. Yeah, get him over there. We've got to pay Sign him. Sign him on a 70-year contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we we'll give him a free T-shirt, a free <laughs> yeah, hat. Yeah, he'll love it. He can get in when we're doing a Gatorade Bukaki. We can push yeah. him in there. Well, yeah, you get him in there. He can do this. He can lead the song. Yeah. You know, but like that guy from Sydney. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you very much, Deuce. We'll see you next week. Don't remember Jonathan Brown on Thursday. Yes. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.